Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's your boy Out of Space, and I just skipped class with a progress report. The Progress Report. All right, what's going on? It's your girl, Lala Shepard. This is another episode of Skipping Class presented by The Progress Report. Yes, I got Out of Space in the building. How you yeah, feeling? Sir, for school. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, I, I noticed that we dropped the DJ part of your name, so yeah, let's get man. into your name. And it's just out of space, man, because I feel like uh, I had to drop the DJ because, you know, no more box men. You feel me? I do a lot more than that, so... It was time to drop it off. And plus, um, your most famous DJs on the EDM side, they don't have a DJ in front of their name either. So, hey. That's facts. So, what does your name mean? Where did it come from? Man, uh, when I was first trying to come up with a DJ name, man, I was just riding around high as fuck. Um, and Astamar Music by Rick Ross came on. And my boy said, Elroy Jetson or somewhere out of space. And it clicked that, you know. It has to be out of space. I thought it was too easy. I thought somebody probably had it already, went online, checked for trademarks, any of that, and it was free, so it's me. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. So let us know what all do you do, because you wear multiple hats. Yeah, man. Uh, DJ, of course, artist, producer. Um, I run a label myself, Space Life ENT, so I also have artists as well. Um, I do a lot, man. I host a podcast myself, still tip a podcast. So, yeah, man, I'm moving. Respect, man. Um, so, tell me, where are you from? How did it shape you into the person that you are today? Man, I'm from the 706 Columbus, Georgia, man. South Georgia, country nigga. <laughs> oh, man, and, and, and it shaped me because uh, it taught me how to get it out of the mud, man. If you know anything about Columbus, man, it's a great place to go up, real family-oriented. Everybody know everybody, but it's also tough as fuck. Um, you know, a lot of shootings, a lot of bullshit every day. Uh, so... It, it shaped me to learn that, you know, I know where I came from and I know where I don't want to go back to. Mm. Uh, so I got to keep pushing. You know, that's how it shaped me. Nah, facts. I hear that. So, okay, so let's focus on the DJ side of your life for a minute. Absolutely. So tell me, like, what was it like first getting into the clubs? Man, it was tough. I had to backdoor because um, the promoters wasn't fucking with me at all, especially when you're a newcomer. You know, everybody already got, you know, setting their ways as far as who they want to fuck with as a DJ. So I had to backdoor I was going to Kennesaw State University, and um, I noticed it was an untapped market. No, nobody was throwing parties up there. All the promoters really didn't extend past Marietta. Mm. So I knew it was an untapped market, so I was like, okay, they ain't going to let me DJ. Fuck it. I'll get my own promo team, start throwing parties up here, and I'd be the DJ. And uh, once I started getting popping up there, then the Atlanta promoters invited me on as a promoter. And in return, you know, I started to get DJ gigs, too. That's hard. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. Um, well, let's talk about some of the records that you helped contributed to breaking. Uh, I wouldn't even say particular records, man. I feel like I just helped usher in uh, the the wave of guys as we're all around the same age. When mm. I came in, when I came in, it was all the OGs in the game running those strip clubs and the clubs. You feel me? Um, and I was a young cat, still a young cat, and I came in and. Um, Gave them the ears, showed them what we were listening to, which would have been like uh, Migos, K Camp, mm-hmm. uh, Thug, uh, Lucci, all of it. Like, you know, I've kind of put them on, like, yo, this is what we listening to right now. And it kind of, you know, you know how old heads they kind of stuck in their ways and stuff. Uh, Future would be another big one, too, um, that I came in the game around the same time as, too. 
Absolutely, man. And tell me, what's your thoughts on the DJ culture? Like, are y'all underappreciated? Very underappreciated. Okay. The most underappreciated in the industry, man, because uh, we are people are always trying to downplay us or downsize us and make it seem uh, like we're not as important as we are. But we actually are the ones that move the needle. You know, I know we got the internet thing going on now where people feel like they can, oh, I'm gonna just blow on TikTok, I'm just blow online. Mm. But after that, you know, after that motion stops and it slows down, it's the DJ that keep you moving. You feel me? So. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah, that's one thing I peep when I moved down here. I'm like, man, DJs definitely run a culture. I don't see how people yeah. don't get that. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's. It, I don't know if it's that they don't get it or people just being normal people and trying to figure the easy way around it or you know you know how everybody is trying to figure out a way to facts speed up the process when that's the biggest way you can speed up the process if you tap tap in with the right djs that's facts that's facts um how would somebody tap in with you like what's what's the what's the approach that you appreciate because i talked to a few different djs everybody you know say oh man um best approach would be anything that's not bothering me while i'm working um, I'm always open. I'm always talk to you, but like, I the only thing I don't like is when somebody really try to do business with me while I'm in the middle of work. That's the only thing I do not rock with. Like, mm. catch my number, get my Instagram, and we can talk later on for sure. I'm always open to talking to business, but just not while I'm working. I respect that. Mm. So, what strip clubs do you work at now? What clubs have you worked at previously? Man, it ain't a strip club in Atlanta. I haven't worked at it. <laughs> uh, besides Pink Pony and Cheetah, them the only two I probably haven't worked at. Gotcha. But right now I'm at Magic City, of course, still doing Magic City Mondays. Uh, I'm at Onyx and I'm at Two Chains New Spot Candyland support my brother. Okay, tight. So what's the what's the strip club culture like now in terms of like are people still throwing money like they once was? Like what's the energy like? Nah, people still throwing money, but you know it's definitely a uh, fuck Biden. It's definitely a decline. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Trump, no cap, nah. But <laughs> nah, but it's definitely been a decline, man. Um, but it's still making the shape. You know, the ones that got it, they still got it. Um, you know, the scammers are a little low these days. You know, but other than that, it's still rocking. For sure. Um, how did it make you feel being named as a legendary DJ uh, by True Brands? Oh man. Um. It's interesting, man, because I still feel like I got so much to accomplish, but I all, I, I think I got a problem, and I think it's a good problem. Um, I'm never satisfied, so I never look at what I've done. I'm always looking to see what I can do next. So I hear that. To, to see, you know, them consider me a legend for, you know, I've been in this shit for a minute and been turning for a minute, so it's, it's glad that people notice it, but I ain't done yet. Nah, I feel that. Yeah. And, and speaking of changes, man, let's get into you making a transition to becoming an artist. And the thing is, I know you were and have been doing music mm-hmm. for a minute. So let's talk about that, too. Like, how long have you been an artist? Uh, I've been an artist since 2000, I would say 16, 15. Okay. Um, when did I actually start taking it serious and think I could actually have motion for it would have been around 2018. Mm. Um and it's crazy because that's the same year I lost my mom. Mm, I was gonna ask you about yeah, that. Yeah, that's the same year I lost my mom. So I started taking it serious, um, and I got signed around that time. And around that time, I lost my mom at the same time. So mm. for a year, I ain't gonna lie, I was in the mud. Um, I, I wasn't worried about no studio. I wasn't really worried about a lot of shit. I was just trying to figure it out because that was my rock. You feel me? So and that was something I didn't see coming. You feel me? Fuck cancer. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I was going to ask you about that, but, you know, since you brought it up, we could definitely uh, go into that. So, um, 
always feel like when you, you know, of course, it's, it's like you're gonna lose people, right? But I yeah. feel like it's it's more painful when it's unexpected. Yeah, man, it's more painful when it's unexpected, and um, it ain't no love like a mother's love. Either. Of so course. So that's that's is that part, you know, that's something that you can't never get back. Um. But she was a rock, man. She was a soldier. She beat cancer actually three times before Damn. the fourth time actually got to her. And I don't know if she could have beat it again. I just know she was fed up. Um, she was tired of going through the whole process of chemo and all that other shit, you know. So she was just at her wit's end with it. And she was at peace, too. Mm. I wasn't, but she was. So, yeah. I respect that, man. Mm. Like, so, and, and it's an ongoing grieving process. But Oh, for sure. Especially during that time, how did you stay like mentally sane while still working? Man, um, shit, that's honestly, I, I just drowned myself in work. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I was able to like, I just kept myself busy because any downtime, it was like, damn, like at any moment it was downtime, it was like you felt that shit. So I tried to keep myself as busy as possible. And so I drowned myself in work. Um, yeah, I, I kept myself busy. I got you. Hell yeah. Um, and, and why do you think it's a thing where people put, especially DJs and producers, in a box? Like, you got Sunny Digital here, artists as well, but then mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that still like, nah, I thought you DJ, I thought you produced. Why nah. you try? You know what I mean? And I, and I shout out to my dog Sunny man because sure. the last time I seen him, he he said something to me that was dope. He was like, you know, you pushing the button, but you pushing the button, the button for all of us. You feel me? He feels, you know. We, he he knows the uphill battle that we all face when you're trying to hop out that box that people got you in. So nice. I appreciate him for you know giving me credit for that, man. But I, I don't understand it, honestly. It's so many people who do multiple things in life, period. Right. So I never understand why when you notice somebody for one thing, that just has to be the one thing that uh, you know them for. It's mm. plenty of people. Like, um, I look up the ludicrous because yeah, yeah. he was the same way. It's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Dr. Dre's a DJ. It's it's not like I'm not. I'm not the first one to do this. (laughs) You feel me? So you feel me? Like I'm just following up. You know, a list of great people who didn't done it before and show and and paid the way for me to do exactly what I'm doing now. Absolutely, man. Um, Is it humbling for you going up to DJs asking them to play your music? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Oh. And I think I think I think the thing that helps me out the most um, is I ain't never been no asshole DJ myself, and so I got a pretty good relationship with everybody in the city, man. But gotcha. um, but it's definitely uh, different. It's definitely different uh, because you know I'm used to controlling the narrative. Now I can't. You yeah. feel me? I, I'm, I'm uh, the narrative has to be controlled by other people, and I just have to put my best foot forward and hope they fuck with me. Absolutely, man. I respect that. Yeah. Um, have people ever said that you sound like any other artists or what's been the criticism and feedback that you've been receiving? Uh, the biggest thing I've heard from me is that, um, and I, I don't know, I don't necessarily agree as far as like they say I sound like future, but I don't think being, we don't sound alike at all, honestly, but I think the content of my music might give you that vibe, but I Mm -hmm. think that's only because me and bro basically bred of the same 
arena, the booty club. You feel me? Why he didn't know we, we we from the same scene. So a lot of shit he might say, you might hear me say because we dealt with these women and you know, shit we know. That's <laughs> show. How was it uh, celebrating his birthday at Magic City the other day? Man, it was loaded. It was a movie. It actually felt like one of them throwback nights. You know, mm. I ain't one of them throwback nights you ain't seen in a minute where, you know, the type of money you used to seeing, it was seeing, it was in the, it was in the that night. For sure. How much money do you think was thrown? Ooh, shit. Uh, I don't know how much money was thrown, but I know if you was a regular civilian <laughs> and you was trying to get in the building, you had to have 5K in ones to even step in the door. So shit. it was a money limit for you to even get in that motherfucker. So, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, for sure. I, I remember one time I, I came to one of uh, Future's parties at Magic City, man. That shit was definitely a vibe. Oh, no, nah, it's Future City for sure. Future City, <laughs> that's facts. Now, okay, now you had mentioned dealing with women, um, you know, dancers and things of that nature. How is it for you, like, dating in the culture and dating um, strippers? Do you feel like y'all are more aligned because you understand their lifestyle? How is that? Um, we definitely not aligned. <laughs> No, we definitely not aligned, man. Uh, <laughs> we definitely not aligned. It's different. It's definitely a different dynamic between us and them. Um, and you know, and I respect. I, I respect the hell out of dancing. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it take a lot of you know, a lot of courage to do what they do on a Thanks. night in and night out basis. So I respect the hell out of them. Um, do I be dating them? Um, I've tried. You know, I don't have. I don't have a preference against dancing or non dancing no shit like that. Um, it didn't work. Mm. But I tried. <laughs> I yeah, but it, I think a lot of people look at it and think, oh, well, strip club DJ, him and the stripper, they da da da. But it's so many twists and turns to that, though. You feel me? I'm like, sure. you gotta, you gotta be a, it's a, you know, I'm a player. You gotta be a different type of level. Of, you gotta be really willing to deal with your girl going to get that money, you know. And I'm cool with it, but and even the realest nigga still gonna be like, ah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get that. Um, now another person that's uh, frequent at Magic City, uh, Ti man, talk about securing that single with him. Man, oh that that well, this would be my second track with Tip, but I think gotcha. this, but this is actually, in my opinion, the first track with Tip. Like mm. this was a real live collaboration. We was in the studio together, um, and it came about because Tip came to Magic one night, and uh, I dropped a single before this that's doing very well too. Um, Carla, I do it. Yeah, and it's going crazy. And uh, Tip actually acknowledged the song, bro, and came up me and Magic and said, "I see what you're doing." Mm. And I was like, "Damn, that's crazy." I was like, and he was like, "Shit, let me know if you're trying to uh, work or do anything." Yeah. And he just extended the hand. And what I can say about Tip, dog, a lot of dudes, quote unquote, say that to you, and they don't never necessarily get back to you when you try to reach out to them. They nice. can't even goddamn, you know. And it is what it is. I respect it, but. Um, Tip followed through immediately. I think I saw bro on a Saturday, mm. and my next off day was Tuesday, and I just happened to hit him and text him, be like, you know, just hit him, see what you was on. And bro was actually on the way to the studio, and he told me to pull up, and the rest is. That's hard. Yeah. I love people that keep their word. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, tip a real. Hell yeah, tip man. Real. For sure. What what other collabs can we expect? Oh man, I ain't you know what? I ain't even gonna let stuff out okay. quiet yet, man. <laughs> I, got I got I got I got some big features, man. Um but honestly this next project is more about me than the features. I feel like mm, all my absolutely. that's I feel like all my other projects were uh feature heavy and I was kinda like using my DJ weight mm. but I'm not doing that no more. I'm I'm 
I'm standing strong, standing ten toes down by myself this time and showing my artistry off. So yes. you actually get me instead of the feature. Right. And I feel like um, you know, as music changes, um, I asked you about the Atlanta music scene next, mm-hmm. but as music changes, I feel like at one point in time it was it was that. We we wanted features. Yeah. You know, that was what yeah. was going on, but, but I feel I th- like I think it's we we've gotten to a point where people want especially from Atlanta, I think people yes. want some new people from Atlanta. Absolutely. I genuinely feel that way. Um and so I'm really trying to step into that. That, that zone, that area that's, I mean, it's a little, if you peep the scene of Atlanta right now, you know it's a void. Um, right. And, and it was created due to, you know, certain people going to jail or this or that. And, it, it, you know, we kind of got voided out a little bit. Mm. Um, so we definitely got a hole we need to fill with, not just me, anybody that's hot, you feel me? Anybody that's actually a good artist that we can put on the pedestal because, in my opinion, uh, myth is on our ass. And, man, myth is on our ass. And it ain't never, it ain't never, been this close. Yeah. You feel me? But yeah, ATL still top, but I can honestly respect Memphis. They definitely on our ass. Got to, man. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, it's just, it just is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what is your thoughts? Like, just, I know you just said that uh, in terms of it's a void, but like, what's your thoughts on the music that is getting played, specifically Atlanta? Man, um, it's very TikTok, if I'm being honest. Mm. Just being honest. Um, and, as a DJ, I try to take my personal opinion out of it when I'm DJing. I'm definitely one of the people who gonna play with the crowd when they hear. For sure. Um, but it's it's very TikTok driven, honestly. Um, I feel like a lot of artists are going in the booth trying to make a TikTok song versus trying to make a hit. Right. Um, it's like, oh, I'm trying to go viral on TikTok, so let me do this, let me do this. And it's so crazy because with TikTok, it's literally 15 seconds of the song nine times out of 10. And one thing I've noticed, and I ain't saying all the TikTok songs, but a lot of them outside that 15 seconds, that shit be trash. Oh, it be so trash. So it's kind of crazy because it's like you playing a terrible song all for this one 15 second moment to come on so everybody can jam to it, I guess. And that shit, it's crazy, man. Um, shout out Change and Wayne, though. Yeah. That, I got to do it, man, because that project is, that was needed. Yep. That was needed uh, to show real artistry. I ain't even gonna lie. It, it, it made me go back to the drawing. Not not go back to the drawing board, you. but just, okay. Yeah. I see that this type of music is still appreciated. You Absolutely. Feel me? Like actual real projects or real thought out projects instead of this microwave shit that's going on. So, yeah, shout out to Chains and Wayne for kind of growing too. That shit was hard. Hell yeah. Absolutely, man. Um, one of my favorite projects that I. You wasn't an artist on this project, but you had uh, hosted it. Was the one with TM88? Oh yeah, Sashi Life. That was my shit. I still listen to that shit, man. Sashi Life was crazy. That was a big moment in time. Yeah, it was. We had a wave, man. We had a wave that created that Thug City came from that. Yeah, one of my biggest records to date. Yep. Um, and that it was just a wave, dog. And we were different. You feel me? The whole clique was different. Everybody was different. We just came in with a different sauce. That you know, it was undeniable. Facts. What would you say like happened with the situation? Oh, with Sachi like Yeah. Um I just I don't I wouldn't necessarily say something happened. I think everybody just started to grow. And, and when with growth, you know, sometimes people part ways and stuff like that. It's still it's still all love. Yeah. On, on on all ends, but you know, people just grow. I feel that's that. That's it. Respect. Um, I want you to talk about uh your your long standing relationship with young Dolph man. Um and oh, talk man. about that session with him in trouble back in two thousand seventeen. Man. RP both of them guys. It's still crazy to me every time I see that song 
and they got both of them on it, and they both ain't here no more, dog. That shit really, it honestly don't sit well with me, man, because they were two of the realest in it. You feel me? Like I said earlier, a lot of rap niggas say things and they don't do things, but Trouble in particular and off of Scoob, that nigga believed in me, dog. And that, that, that belief in somebody can go a long motherfucking way. And uh, he believed in me as a DJ, for shit show believed in me as an artist. I think I got more features with Trouble than anybody. Hmm. Um, and he used to honestly get on my head about the rap shit and be like, bro, you actually hard, but you don't want to come outside your DJ box and go outside a little bit more, put yourself in front of the camera a little bit more, do all the extra shit. He used to be on my head. Um, it kept it 100 with me about that shit, and I was like, damn, dog, you right. He was like, a nigga set me down like, like I was a kid. <laughs> like, bro, you need to do this. Nah, but them, them two, that collab was, it was honestly, dog, it's a moment in time that I'm glad I created because I got, I, I got a forever memory with them, dog. Um, mm. I, 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 I appreciate them the utmost. Uh, long live dog, long live school. Gone too soon, man. Two of the realest in it. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Man, it's, and I think um, it just made, like, just this industry and shit just real depressing. Oh, um, man, it, it, it. It's like a cloud. It's so, it's so crazy because the shit that school telling me I, I needed to do it's almost like, do I really want to subject myself to that with the way niggas is acting out here towards yeah, us? Like, do I really want to put myself in a position for niggas to feel that type of way that they feel like they got to take me out of this urgent because I'm working hard at my craft? Like, that shit, that shit goddamn, it's shit wicked out here, man. It Especially is. for, and it's crazy because don't know other, no other genre has to worry about this type <laughs> of shit. Like, this shit's crazy. Like, you, you like I said, <laughs> being a rapper ain't safe, but it is what it is, you know, but. I hope that that trend of how wicked shit then got changes soon, man. man. We need to put more love back into this shit, dog, because it wasn't always like this. Facts. And just even too with ages, I think rap is probably the only genre where it's like the thing, niggas. Yeah, know. oh, niggas like to bring up age or bring up. I think with rap, it's such a culture thing or a black people thing. Yeah. That we. We've always had this sort of crab in the barrel mentality that, mm. and, and it and it it don't stop with it. Don't, it don't stop on whatever level, whatever you may be doing. You feel me? It's always gonna be there, but with rap, seems to be a little bit worse. Facts, facts. Um, did you get a chance to see Trouble's Billboard? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. For sure. My brother, I, I think my boy, my boy birthday like two weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. sure. Hell mm-hmm. yeah, man. Long live school for man, sure. One of the realest. For sure. Um, I wanted to ask you too, man. Actually, me, my mom, and sister pulled up um, to the Dolph. He had a private event mm-hmm. with his family. Um, this was in the summer, I believe, for the car show. Yeah, um, no, that was uh, actually uh, a celebration of his life. So basically, his birthday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so talk talk about that. You know that that experience. For you. Um, I honestly think it's dope that uh, Paper Route still keeps that relationship. What? With yeah. Like, um, Cause you know they definitely have, and I ain't even officially paper route. It's just a relationship that's been built amongst me being 100 with them and them being 100 back. You know, so it was dope. It was kind of um, odd when they reached out to me to do it. Honestly, I was like, damn, for real. I was like, 
that's 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 love because hell I hear y'all yeah, wanna celebrate my boy, you feel me? Because he was real with me while he was here. I, sure. I can't do nothing but keep it real while he's gone. Damn right. Damn right, man. Um, what's your thoughts? Um his fiance, shout out to Mia J too, mm -hmm. um, saying that he was killed because of rap ego stuff. Shit, she right. She right. I mean everybody tried to downplay it and be like, Oh well Dolph used to rap about this bro, it's entertainment, dog. It's entertainment and at the end of the day, the best form of entertainment is being honest. And the shit that Dolph used to rap about was shit that was genuinely happening to him. Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. You facts. feel me? So people like, oh what well, Dolph was talking about, oh I got you missed a hundred shot. Niggas did. Straight up. That, 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 that's something that happened. So he was just being honest about his situation. Does that mean somebody deserves to spin the block and actually catch him? Nah, hell nah. But right. rap his setup, rap, rap his all this drill music, all this type music that then came in and then infiltrated Atlanta. Mm. Because I don't feel like Atlanta is a drill city. Facts. Um, I don't know how the drill shit infiltrated here, but we were always on some cool player type shit, right. get money type fun. shit, fuck bitches type shit, yeah. like have fun shit. It was never. Oh, I'm about to go kill this. Yeah. Like, yeah, we 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 hustle music, trap music. We know for getting to it. Right. But yeah, it's it's just this drill shit and all the way it's being perpetuated is crazy. Facts, facts, man. Well, again, man, lonely both them guys. Yeah, and that's one thing I'm proud of in my music. You ain't gonna never hear me spin. For sure. Not one time. You'll never hear. It. For sure. I I'm respect all about that, that fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I respect that, man. We need more of that. Yeah, we're all about fun. For real. Um, another thing too that I found interesting, man, you was doing professional bodybuilding at one point. Yeah, man. Um, the way that shit came about, truth be told, uh, um, it wasn't something that I just thought I was ever finna fucking do. Uh, cause okay. I thought of it sounded crazy to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had a frat brother um, that's that does bodybuilding, and uh, like I said, once I lost my mom, I was in the mud. Yeah, yeah. And he saw it. Mm. Uh, he saw it. I was damn near down in a bottle a day. Um, and he was like, yo, just start come training with me and work out with me. And I started working out with him. He was like, you should try bodybuilding. I was like, I ain't no damn bodybuilder, the fuck? Um, he was like, it'll help out with the shit you got going on. And I was like, why you say that? He said, because there's certain shit you can't do if you're going to do it. And he ran down on, I couldn't eat this way no more. I couldn't drink liquor at all. Um, and all the other shit I did. And uh, honestly... It was the best decision I ever made. Uh, it gave me, it gave my life structure, and the same type of discipline it took to do that and look like that. I just took it over to the music side, and that's why shit been different now. Like I learned to structure, I learned to be disciplined, and uh, yeah, that shit changed my life. I needed it. That's hard. Um, okay, so being in Magic City, man, how did you stay strong and not eat the food and not man. drink in the club? How did you do that, though? Honestly, I don't. I think my biggest gift God gave me was willpower. I genuinely feel like I can will myself to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, so I would be in there, people would offer me drinks. I have my big ass jug of water. Um, as far as the food, I know the food would get to me. So I always had a meal with me that I ate before work mm -hmm. and right after work. So I was prepared. Smart, <laughs> smart. Hell yeah, man, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Okay, so our platform is called The Progress Support. Okay. Um, what does our keyword progress mean to you? Progress, man. Um, forever moving forward. Forever moving forward, man. And and it don't mean if it's slow motion or fast motion. As long as it's motion. You feel me? As long as you're progressing forward, that's all about. For sure. So what's coming up next? Man, um, 
It's crazy because the video shoot with me and Tip is coming up next. So mm -hmm. be on the lookout for that. Um, oh. The video is actually about to drop. That's why I say tip, tip a real one. You might be able to get a feature from these dude, but actually make him get behind the camera with you. That's a whole different ball game. You feel me? So I'm just happy that uh, he really enough to do that with me, man, and step up to the plate and really show real love because that's 100 of him. I appreciate him for that. Um, and then after that, man, you can expect the project. It's coming. Um, I haven't decided whether I'm going to give it to y'all in December or January. It's kind of up in the air right now, but it will be soon. It's, okay. soon. it's done, though. Take yeah. that much. It's done. Got you. <laughs> well, that's what's up, Space Man. I'm definitely proud of you. Um, and, you know, just grateful for our relationship. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, should I look forward to seeing you grow, you know, as an artist, man? And this is dope. Yep. I hope the next time you see me, you know, we're even bigger, you know, and I'm definitely coming back, you know. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Let's do progress support, man. The progress report. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.